This episode is brought to you by 21 Kicks Journals, the journals you'll actually finish. Research shows that actively doing something for 21 days in a row will change your brain. Our uniquely designed 21-day journals will grow you on a deeper level, help you increase your odds of achieving your goals, and, not to mention, they're fun and beautifully designed. Head to the 21 Kicks Etsy shop today to explore your journaling options. We'll link it in the show notes. Welcome to the Witty and Gritty Podcast, where we believe that lifelong learning and relentless determination are essential to developing your passions and reaching your goals. Here to help you along the way are the hosts of the show. Take it away, ladies. Hey, y'all. I'm Brooke. And I'm Farron. As educators and high achievers, we're passionate about providing our listeners with effective strategies to help navigate life's obstacles and reach your goals sooner. Join us as we break down credible research that gives you a fresh perspective and challenges your limiting beliefs. Laugh and grow as we share personal anecdotes and interviews from people that have demonstrated what it takes to be successful. By implementing these practices, you will develop your unique skill set and learn how to better serve your community. Get your mind right. And enjoy this time designed just for you. Episode 139, this is the interview portion of our mini-series, Gangster Prayer, featuring, wait, Autumn Miles' book, Gangster Prayer. There we go. (laughs) Y'all know what I'm saying. You've been here for multiple episodes. Yes, you guys know what we mean by this point. (laughs) Interviews. Last week we had Joey on, which was really cool. I really liked that perspective. And this week, we have our intern! Wait, (laughs) hey, listeners, if you're an OG, you know. (laughs) We'll give you a second if you know the the intern of our show. Okay, time's up. It's Betsy Adams! (laughs) (laughs) So good to be back with you. Yes, so you're on episode 7 and 79? Usually know those better. And now, 139. Okay. So, I'll link them in case all those are wrong. Here. <laughs> yeah. We interviewed her first as a parent. It was kind of a parenting episode. We mm-hmm. both, inter- Brooke and I, interviewed our moms. Mm-hmm. And so that got rave reviews. Okay. Great parenting Well, it's, What's really funny yeah. is that both interviews, your mommy and my mom, were really <laughs> cool interviews Completely. and very helpful, but also so different. So different. <laughs> Just like our moms. Oh, it's Just hilarious. Like us. Yes. Yes, although that's we true. do get asked if we're sisters a no, lot of times. Funny. Frequently. It's that's very funny. interesting. Yeah. But here we are. And then her second interview was yes. on her book. Did you know our intern is an author? Published author. She is more qualified than us. Yes. <laughs> I wouldn't go so far as to say that. <laughs> I would. It's saved. Now what? We'll link that in the show notes too. So that book is, it's a 21 day kid devotional. 20 or 21 20. day? 20. 20-day yeah. devotional um, for what do you do after you get saved. So a lot of times, yay, you did it, you got saved, but now what do you do? So Right, really kind cool. of the next steps. Yeah, so if you yeah. want to go listen to that, episode 79-ish. Because 78 was uh, an Enneagram in spirituality, and then it was yours, and then it was Savannah's, and then it was Terry Lee Cobbles. Yep, we right? were in a good group. Yes, yes, you were. Yes. If you're in a group with TLC... Then you you're, you're in the right group. Okay, okay. just right to room. clarify, which TLC? Are we talking no scrubs? Don't go. <laughs> no, uh, Tara Lee Cobble of the Bible Recap. Okay. That's a really long introduction to this interview, which is not really an interview because we just pulled you in here because <laughs> as you listeners know, our headquarters is my mom's house. <laughs> <laughs> I, saw, I realized that you 
Okay, just to clarify, Brooke I'm a does. <laughs> Brooke does not live here. <laughs> we have mentioned that we record uh, yes. here. Which is great because then I get to see y'all once yeah, a week usually. Yes. Without, Other, without someone I know. going, Gigi, Gigi, Gigi. That's right. And what do you usually have waiting for you in the kitchen? M&M cookies. Yes. yes. And a good intern. <laughs> are, it's frowned upon if they're not freshly baked. Yes, they were freshly baked today. I, I was prepared for you, ladies. And After little, the holidays. A little bonus is if you've watched our reels, many of them have also been filmed <laughs> in her beautiful house. Certainly not our house. <laughs> I think zero were filmed in my house. Some were at your house, and some were at headquarters, yeah, so... That works. That I like works. Most were at headquarters. HQ. <laughs> yes. Very official. So this is a very unofficial interview, and we're just going to banter. I was having a class, quiet night with my husband, watching a TV show. And then we say, and get up here! And y'all got me. <laughs> Listen. Against your will. As an <laughs> intern, if you, you want to make it in takes. this world. Yeah, sure. We'll pay you eventually. I'm always here for paid. you, ladies. <laughs> start making the big bucks we'll we'll throw okay. you we'll slice you a cut so can we be your intern for this whole book stuff you're doing so you bet. we could actually get some slices <laughs> <laughs> we'll get painting cookies that's fine pizzas that's slices right. ah, yes right. okay so we are talking about prayer and the funny thing about this interview is we had been Farron and I we have been trying to think because usually when we start a book it is very easy to come up with who to interview or who to reach out to. I know I'm using who and whom wrong, whatever. To whom do we reach out? <laughs> to whom do we interview? But sometimes it's who, but I don't know. I'm just here for my good looks. It's just, yeah, girl. <laughs> it was just interesting how we knew which the two for sure's they were confirmed. We were going to interview them and there were just maybe one or two others and well, and then there was the reaching for the stars. Like, yeah, well, that that's what I meant with maybe one and or that two. That was others. me. <laughs> reaching yes. for the stars. Yeah, we the got people you. <laughs> that you need thousands of dollars oh, to have on your show. Okay. All right. Yes. We need so pro bono. <laughs> <laughs> no, but honestly, your name was like an obvious choice. Yes. And then we're always like. Well, she's been on twice. Does she want to be on again? And, and the, the answer is no. <laughs> <laughs> but here, thank you for understanding. Here she is. Yes. Well, you're well, you're talking about a, a topic I like. Well, and, and we picked you because you, you, we see you actually doing it. Yes. And you can actually tell us steps on how to do it instead of like, hey, Mark Batterson or hey, Brian Harden from the Daily Audio Bible. Like, how do y'all? That's like the reach for the stars, kind of like you were saying, Farron. And everyone can pray. Everyone has a direct line to God. But it's just really cool to actually see you doing it. And then, oh, okay. So that works. I could do it that way. Here we are. I think that's it. Like, people can talk their way around prayer. They can explain prayer. Right. But when we bring in people for the interview portion, we're looking for authenticity. Yeah. Who do we in our world witness doing it? And so... You are one of the people. So look, I think every mom <laughs> wants to hear that, right? Yes, like, yes. We see well. you modeling all these great things. So yeah. Well, and that does, that means a lot to me because, um, I mean, I want to be a prayer warrior. And if, yeah. if we're not taking care of business through prayer, then we're missing the mark. And it's something I've learned as I've gotten older. So I hate for you young ladies out there, young men, parents who are so busy, um, to miss out on that. If I can do anything differently, going back 
to when I was a young mom or a, a, even a middle-aged mom, um, working, it would be to be more intentional in my prayer. Um, I guess I was always taught you can walk in an atmosphere of prayer, which is what I do, and I'm sure y'all do too. What's that? Yeah. <laughs> or just, you know, how you always, you see, some, you see a beautiful sunrise and you go, man, thank you, God, for that sunrise. Y'all do that. Or something goes well, and you're like, thank you, God, for working that out. Or you're about to take a big test, and you go, Lord, I've studied. Please just help me remember these things. I mean, that's an atmosphere of prayer, um, or maybe an example of it. And that's something we do, um, something I did, something I still do. But if we're not more intentional in finding a plan, a place, a purpose, consistency, um, then we're losing effectiveness. We're losing one of the greatest gifts we have and that's to talk to our father um every day and in a meaningful conversation so i've learned some things in my retirement and as i've had more time that have really made a big difference so what life. you're saying is retire that, okay, <laughs> okay one, i'll do it <laughs> number one what i'm saying is i got much better at this in my retirement but you have a chance to begin now today you know anybody out there right. don't wait um because so many beautiful things have happened um, with some of the strategies I'm using. I've been able to see um, God work and see him answer prayers just almost instantly sometimes. And I don't, I don't want anybody to miss out on that. Don't wait. Just, you know, find a way and start today. So when do you think you realized you needed a shift? Because I think some people, and not that they're doing bad or anything wrong, but they're feeling very content at where they're at. And maybe don't realize what they could be experiencing or what they could be having. So when do you think you realized you needed to revamp or improve your prayer life or maybe felt like you were missing out on the full benefits? I think probably um, we all hit that at different periods in our lives. Like you go to youth camp and you realize, oh, there's more. Or you lead the youth in church and you realize, oh, there's more. Um, but probably, I mean, if I was honest about it, I would think once I had grandkids, I thought, oh my goodness, um, I, I can be doing something that affects these kids' lives with prayer. And Intercession. There again, yes, and there again, I would say, don't wait till you have grandkids. You've got children, you've got friends, you've got moms and dads, um, people who need your prayers. Um, but probably the grandkids are what made me think I need to be more serious about what I'm doing and how I'm doing it and more intentional about what I was doing. A couple of things that I want to go back and touch on. Like when you said, I want to be a prayer warrior, which is cool because you know how, like we talked about zombies, I guess two episodes ago, but you know how it's like, who's your zombie apocalypse team? And then you start naming people. So the challenge to you listeners would be, who's your prayer warrior team? Like who are those two or three people you can say, Hey, will you please stop right now and pray? And they will actually do it. Or they'll actually pick up the phone and call you and pray right then. And we've mentioned this before in the mini-series. But build your build that team. Or you can be someone's teammate, too. I know on Facebook, I like it when people are like, can we please have prayers? I'm like, yes! Of course you can. I want to I do that for people. And then I forgot the other thing I was going to say. Oh, about how you were talking about an atmosphere of prayer and how you just... Oh, cool sunrise. Mine is like, thanks for the green light. We joke about that all the time. Mm -hmm. And then you were more intentional about intentional about how you were praying. And that makes me think of if we're trying to get better at reading our Bible and we just open it up and like point and start reading, 
that's not that that's reading the Bible. That's great. That's good. But that's the difference between doing that versus having an intentional study, like doing daily audio Bible or doing the Bible recap. Um, you're still reading your Bible, but there's more of a plan that goes with it. So I like how you're about to talk about what exactly you do instead of just willy-nilly praying, which again is fine, but I like the intentionality piece. Yes, that's important. I mean, that's the main thing, and there's two things I have started doing, if that's what you want me to talk about, kind of. Um, One of the first things was note cards, and I know, I mean, there are so many different ways to pray and different things that work for different people, but I found the note cards work the best for me because it keeps me focused because, um, you know, my mind tend to, tends to wander, as do everybody's minds when we're praying. And I think part of that's okay. I think it's in the wandering sometimes that's where God speaks to us. But the cards, the note cards help me stay focused. And um, it's there's a lot on the note cards, and it's something where I keep my pen handy and I can record things on the note card. For just example, I have a couple of note cards that start with Bible verses, with Scripture. Scripture that's just important to me, and so I just read through it every day. I read through the first couple of cards of Scripture, um, and then the cards move into, I list each of my children and their spouses, and I pray specifically for my children and their spouses. And on that card, um, I can jot down things. If I know something's going on in their life, or if they ask me to pray about something, I can write it down and I date it. And that way, when things are answered, you know, I can see the date when I started it, and then I put the date of when the prayer was answered or when something turned for them. Um, then I go to the grandkids, and I have a card for each grandkid. Um, so let me just share a couple of those. Yeah. That's cool. Um, the first, you know, go by age. You know, there's got to be some kind of system here. So She's a one, everybody. Um, Enneagram one. <laughs> I probably should have said that. But anyway, so one of my grandkids at one point um, was struggling. Oh, man, it's hard to know how much to say so was struggling with a subject at school and um so I thought well you know that is specific I think um in gangster prayer she talked about being specific um I think that's so important so I specifically prayed for this grandchild and that subject in school and I tell you that week that week when I picked that grandchild up from school the first thing out of that grandchild's mouth I'm trying to be yeah. careful y'all don't use any other pronouns no he she um <laughs> was, Gigi, I know how to do such and such now. It just like that. The week I was praying specifically for that grandchild in that subject. And um, another one, I was praying um, for one of my grandchildren. I knew was ready to be saved, you know, knew all the steps. was totally, you know, and I just kind of said to God, I know this child is ready. I know this child knows you. I said, how about we just take care of it this week? Because, you know, <laughs> we need to move on to the next grandchildren. Yeah, and I tell on. you what, I got in the car, picked him up. This child got in the car and said, I'm getting baptized. And I'm like, thank you, God. Just those little things um, that God does to show us prayer makes a difference. And prayer is working and that we're on the same page with God. Yeah. So the note cards, you know, I could date it. I could pray about it and I could write the date on the note cards. Um, and then I go into things that are um, like friends. If they are friends, I have some specific friends I pray for regularly, either because they've asked me to or just because I love them and they're my friends. Um, I have Bible verses for each of the grandkids, each of the kids, and each of those friends that are on the card. So I start with a Bible verse, and then I pray for them. And if they, there's anything they've asked me to pray for, I write it down, and I can document when it happens or what I see. So, I like the evidence piece, because we talk about that a lot. Um, being intentional in your reflection helps grow your confidence and like your faith. Mm-hmm. 
And then um, I do have a clarifying question. So do you add verses, do you rewrite the same prayer every day or you write the prayer on the card and then go through your cards when you're praying? What's that look like? I write it once on the card because I go through the card. Gotcha. So I read the verse, um, pray the verse over that person, and then, you know, we're talking about this topic, Lord, and I saw this happen or, you know, whatever, and then move down. Um, and then if the prayer is answered or the concern or problem is solved, I thank God for that each time. So I usually keep the cards for a year. Um, and that way I have the scripture for that person for the year and then the documentation of what God's doing in my life and in their lives for that year. So I keep the same card and I just jot down things on it. Got it. Does that kind of yeah. answer your question? I was picturing a journal with entries in card form where you're writing out your prayers for the day, but that makes Well, and I say, I mean, I love journaling. I journal also, and journaling, I mean, I have, I have prayer journals, you know, everywhere, but the note cards have been a change for me that have just helped me focus yeah. and have made a big difference because, I mean, it's one stack, and I go through the whole stack every day. Mm -hmm. I mean, I try to go through the whole stack every day. <laughs> Nobody I, there are days I might miss, um, but it keeps me focused. I think that's part of it. Um, and I often do it on my knees, and I, you know, that's another thing. You can, I know you can pray anywhere. I know you can meet God anywhere. Um, sometimes it supports, sometimes the balcony, but sometimes it's on my knees. Um, and especially if there's something that's really troubling me or someone. So I usually do it by table, though, so I can get up more easily. <laughs> <laughs> it's on my knees. <laughs> okay, I'm going to ask you the same question we asked Autumn. So how did you, you mentioned verses for everyone. Are you just like, hmm? this one or yeah. how, how do you go about doing that like if I want to if I want to pray a verse over my husband or over my best friend or over whatever how do you go about picking that verse and is it just like Rhett is three like wah, wah. do you just like is mm. there a verse about dinosaurs <laughs> 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 the flood let's just go there <laughs> got him I have Rhett's verse right here all right um, you know that was at first that was hard for me it came um, some of the people, the verses came very easily, and usually it's, I get verses from what I'm reading. So, I was Time out, what do you mean? Um, when like I'm reading your, the Bible. Like in your, like, Breakfast with Jesus? Yes. Will you explain Breakfast with Jesus? Because I know what that means, but not everyone else well, it's just Breakfast with Jesus. I, and it's something, I mean, when I get up in the morning, I have breakfast, coffee, and my Bible um, time. So, you know, there again, we all go through different ways to read our Bible, and I am going through, um... Terry Cobble's mm -hmm. um, Bible recap. <laughs> we lost it there. Um, I started, though, before I started her um, the Bible recap, I just started with Genesis and decided I'm going to do this and just read. And I made through Gen I started Genesis, and I think I got through Deuteronomy before I started the, picked it up with the Bible recap. Mm -hmm. but, um, and then I was reading some of the Psalms and Proverbs. So the verses all came from my quiet time. Um, a verse would just hit, and it made me think of someone. Mm -hmm. And it was... Um, it was intentional in that I've asked God for verses, but I do not get them all at the beginning of the year. Yeah. So I, when I get a verse that I feel like matches that person, how I feel, the need, that's when I write it down. Do they get a new verse every year? Um, or sometimes just depends sometimes on not. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And I know one of my friends, you know, I've talked about the cards with one of my friends and I just never had her verse. I mean, nothing... I never found a verse for her, and I remember I was so excited. That it was two years in, probably, <laughs> into this. I was so excited when I finally found a verse that just spoke of her. Um, 
So it's kind of, that's kind of an exciting part yeah, of it. Yeah, for sure. To just define those verses for people. And then you pray that verse over them. Um, and when you want to change it, you change it. What does that look like? What do you mean pray over them? Do you mean literally stand over them and read them in the Bible? Not literally. <laughs> <laughs> I When I'm praying, I just, on that person's card, I read the verse. And just about thinking about that person. This is your verse. You know, whether it's something about how they live or their character or what I hope for them or dream mm-hmm. for them. Yeah. I'm just talking to God about that verse and that person. Okay, so I like how it's, okay, so what you either hope for them or mm-hmm. a character trait about them or, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, that's neat. Okay, that's so it doesn't it. have Some to be Some of it like, is dreams for my friends yeah. or my kids. Um, yeah. Something they've mentioned or something that just I feel. Mm-hmm. Um, I think one of the things we overlook is that quiet time where we're not talking and we're not reading our Bible and we're not praying words. We're just sitting there staring out the window or just sitting at the table, or wherever it is you pray and listen. Um, I think that's what I've learned to do now more than ever before, is to Mm -hmm. listen. And it is just truly amazing when you feel like, oh, that's it. And you feel God speaking to you. And it's that way with the verses. It's that way with um, something you're praying for someone when it happens, or an idea that comes into your head about someone. Like, oh, I'm going to pray about that for them. Um, and if we're not taking time to sit and listen, then we're going to miss those things. Yeah, that, we can't be talking the whole time. Right. That, and then you're also expecting. We prayed about like pray, like praying with expectation yes. and just or and holy anticipation. You have to yeah. You have yes. I love. We've talked a lot about the holy anticipation. And mm-hmm. um, when you get that idea, when you're praying about something for someone, I mean, you it's excitement. Yeah. You're waiting with excitement to watch God work because He promises He will work. Mm-hmm. And if my prayer or hope or dream is not part of God's plan, he changes my, I mean, my ideas and thoughts change for that person. I feel like that's God moving um, and getting me in alignment with his plan, which is where we want to be. Yeah, for sure. So. Okay. I have a, I have a, you have two things in your lap. What are, what are those? You have, I see note cards, but then I also see not note cards. It's a journal. Tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> you guys know I love journaling just like you do. Um, the note cards are a starting place for me. And then I thought, well, I think at one point, one of my kids or grandkids was probably going through something. And I thought, I'm going to spend this week in prayer for them specifically. So I got my journal and I decided, well, I can do a week per person and specifically pray for that person. These are generally my kids and their spouses and my grandchildren. Um, if any of my friends have a need, they can tell me and I'll add them to it. But the journal is... I'll pray for you in 10 weeks. <laughs> <laughs> i got to get through my rotation. Get waiting <laughs> No, I'm not that rigid. I could get out of order. But I take a, a child, my own children or my grandchildren, and um, pray for them specifically, specifically for a week. So after I've gone through my note cards, um, I spend some time just thinking about them, really. I don't know how else to explain it, but I'm mm-hmm. thinking about them. And just talking to God about them. And so anything that comes to my mind during that time, I write it down. So maybe it's um, test at school or maybe it's new job or maybe, you know, whatever yeah, it yeah. is. Um, struggling with figuring out what to cook for their family. Um, anything is that, that mine? <laughs> <laughs> anything that comes to mind, I jot it down. And then every day I go back to that those pages and I read what I've jotted down before, pray about it, and then... Usually, I it's a couple of pages per kid. Or, and, okay, or so in your journal, like there might be multiple like 
Easton pages or multiple. Yes. That like because you go through and like so Stephanie will be in here. Yes. A few t- okay, gotcha. Stephanie's in here. <laughs> <laughs> made the cut. Um, yeah, she made the cut. I, I usually I try to stick to two pages. Gotcha. In, in my journal and just because I'm praying over the things that are written down every okay, day, I don't yeah. just. And sometimes I don't add anything new. Yeah. Sometimes it's just what's already in there. Yeah. Um, but really the things I add are just things that come to mind. And I just, when you sit and just think about someone and think about how God loves them and think about what they want for their life, then it gives you ideas. So I find through journaling it opens up like mental real estate because yes. otherwise it's just like a continuous record and bombardment mm-hmm. almost of worry but worry doesn't necessarily do anything so do you find any comfort or it feels weird to say relief in getting your thoughts and worries down and down on paper as a prayer as opposed to just cycling through it over and over again yes is probably the best answer to that yes in that um because it's a prayer and because it's written down um I, yes, I'm confident that I'm that it's heard, mm-hmm. and that God's mm-hmm. going to do something with it. And I go back to it it's for the week. After that, I move yeah. on to the next kid. So um, you, you and I, I don't want to cut you off. No, you're fine. Um, you and I have talked about worry. Yeah. So what you were saying, Farron, about how it's like the ongoing. It's just always on the back burner mm-hmm. kind of thing. But you're the way you've your style of doing this. You've taken the worry and you have stopped the sin of worry, and you have turned it into a productive way to worship God through prayer. That's a great way to say it. Um, you know, we have, we talked about worry is not one of my biggest struggles. Now, right. certainly there are times Seasons, and situations sure. where I, I am concerned, but um, I think, Farron, that it, once it's written down, I've, I have spoken it. I've You've spoken it, it to God. God. Yeah. I, God and I have talked about it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't have to worry about this. Yeah. And if I am still thinking about it, I write it down again. Um, mm-hmm. But there is, there's a confidence that just comes with knowing I, that God sees it, hears it, and I just believe he's going to take care of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that doesn't mean I don't worry. I mean, I definitely, and that doesn't mean I do this perfectly or do it all the time. But, well, but like for an anxious mind or an yes. anxious heart, that might be a good way to it's turn that. It's probably freeing, like you, you say, but it's written down. While talking with God. Yeah. God and I are talking about this, and therefore, it's going to be okay. I think, too, it you're giving yourself a set amount of time to turn it from worry to prayer, and you yes. know you're going to pick it back up at a later date. And so that almost gives your mind, like, peace and permission yes. to stop. You got it out. It's a prayer now. And I know there's still concerns, but you're going to wait and pick that back up prayer time mm-hmm. tomorrow mm-hmm. so I just think that'd be very relieving it reminds us yeah. of the five second feelings which, yes. is, which is not backed <laughs> by any psychiatrist or doctors out <laughs> Dr. there but it's true and <laughs> it works you, you do you write it down and that's not the end of it well and I can come back to it but I can go about my day it's now. a very good yeah. literal way of giving God your burden because mm-hmm. it is his to carry not ours mm-hmm. so that like, it's a very good literal way of it's getting out of my brain onto this paper and I'm praying over it and I'm not going to carry it because it you said you will with that keeping that spiraling that we talk yes. about we're capturing our thoughts yeah we're capturing it in our journal or on our note card 
and it helps stop that spiral sometimes. What you said about giving it to God, because I think people hear that and they're like, okay, I did. (laughs) Or (laughs) did you? If you say it like that, then you didn't. (laughs) Yeah. And it's like, well, okay, here's one way that you can give it to God. And the focus thing that you said earlier too about prayer, I know a lot of people talk about their mind wandering. Mm -hmm. Um, Turns out it takes practice to get better at things. Weird. And being aware, I just learned this recently, that catching yourself getting off topic in your mind the sooner you can recognize when you drift you will never like really be able to focus like even like the world's best meditation people what they've really mastered is like the second their mind drifts they can bring it back so your mind is always it will drift drift, but it's it's, how quick can you get back yeah Yeah. and so right when you're holding note cards or you're holding your journal i mean it's like oh i'm supposed to be reading this or oh and with the no cards, you know, there's some days you just don't feel like praying, or you're just in a mood. Your brain is hurting. Yeah, you're tired, or you just have <laughs> too many things to do, or your mind's going to all your list for the day. Sometimes I just read my cards. You know, I just look at them, and I just say it out loud because I have no oomph to put into them. Yeah. And God still hears that. Mm-hmm. And I'm still... Um, still praying for people. I'm still talking to God. And then other days, I am just... You know, pouring out the words. Singing the cards. (laughs) Those days that I just don't have it in me, I can just read the card and know my words are being heard. Yeah. And, you know, the Holy Spirit intercedes for us, too. And sometimes when we can't stay focused, we just, we have to pray to stay focused sometimes. Lord, get me back. Just get me back. Writing requires focus. focus. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. good strategies. Okay, so in all these, all this time, I have not gotten to actually physically look at your cards, and I know it's like <laughs> super secret, whatever. But I want to know so bad what's on those cards. That's all I wanted to say. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, I don't know that they're a secret necessarily. Um, you know, I wonder sometimes how someone might feel if they saw the something yeah. was on there. Right. Um. But it's not, you know, I don't hide them away. They're sitting on my table all yeah. the time. And at any point, somebody could look at them. And, mm-hmm. you know, if they're not a secret, but it's my heart. Yeah. You know. and It's your diary. Yeah. Sometimes um, you might not want to see someone else's heart. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Um, but there may time, be times you want to. I won't to, violate so. your privacy like that. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to, I've for the record, you, I've I don't know. i told you your verse. So I think I've, I've shared verses with you, haven't I? Um, you've told me Morgan's. Oh, I have. Huh? Mm-hmm. Find Brooks. Because Brooks, then I was going to ask you to make a reckon so, reckon so sign of his, his verse. His verse is too long. And I was, really? Uh, okay. <laughs> Use your giant cutter, and can I get a sign? Because I'm going to hang it in the bathroom. <laughs> so he can subconsciously read over his verse. <laughs> I love it. Funny. You know, actually, at his verse, um, I started praying his verse over me, too. So, that must it's be a good, a good one. one. It's a good one. All right. All right. Okay, so... Maybe a question is, someone is just now starting fresh. They love this idea. They want to do it. What What are the basic steps? Get a like, help us. stack of note cards. Start Check. there. Um, the we'll f- link some in the show notes. <laughs> <laughs> we'll link some journals, too. There you go. Office cool. Depot, three by five note cards. <laughs> and, you know, you don't, have to, are we, you don't have to start with many. My first year, my stack was very small. And I went to the larger size note card, and the stack got bigger. Um, I, I start with verses. You don't have to. Um, and they're verses when, when I was just reading my Bible that I liked. 
and I thought those are good verses. I mean, my very first one, just, I mean, it's just plain, you know, may the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable to you, Lord, my rock, my redeemer. I thought that is a great way to start every day. May yeah. the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable to you. So just find verses you like. And then um, make a card for each person you want to pray for. And uh, that's really, that's where you start. Um, I have a card for my hopes and dreams. I have a card for my goals. Um, and I have a card for people. So, uh, and then if you want a verse for that person, then just start watching for it. And yeah. when you find it, write it down. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's all there is to it. I'm definitely the person that after hearing this episode, I'd want to write out like, 24 people uh-huh. and have all their scriptures and all their prayers and be ready to go either that day or the next. So I like that you're giving the permission that just kind of start. It. Yeah, let it happen more naturally. Start with who lives in your house. <laughs> well, and if you, you force it, it's not going to be real. And I think um, I worried at first about not having a verse for everybody. That really bothered me at first. Um, and then I realized, I, you know, I don't. I can pray for that person without a verse. And then just when you read your Bible and you see something that just makes you think of that person, you know it's the one. You write it down. Mm-hmm. And you can change them every year. You can keep the same one. Um, I have copied my note cards for the next year because I was still praying about things or I still like the verse. Um, so you can do it however you want. You can do two years on one note card. It, it, you know, it just keeps you focused. And it keeps the people in your life who are important up front and foremost for you on your mind. I didn't say that very well, but... Um, I'd stick with your kids and your immediate family, mm-hmm. um, for starters, until you are more comfortable. And then when a friend asks you, make them a card. It doesn't mean you, that card that card could go to the end of your stack and not be needed anymore for that year. Um, it's okay if a card isn't, you well, know, a that prayer's turns answered. In, that and, turns into a praise. Yeah, you jot down the, the yeah, you can always praise. Jot down the, the response, the answer, and know it's done. God answered that. And a great idea to praise. <laughs> It's the toughie. <laughs> we close every interview. We're giving you no Should I just time. say I've said everything I know how to say <laughs> right now? You would be the first and therefore the last person that ever got to answer that way. No, you already know the question, but for anyone new to the show, I like to wrap up the interview with any closing thoughts you may have for our audience. Maybe we didn't set you up with the right question or maybe just words of encouragement for someone that's like, man, you're right. I need to be more intentional, um, but it seems overwhelming. So maybe I'll just regress to my old ways. <laughs> <laughs> Will you, you know, help Farron do this? We all that, regress. Like, <laughs> I didn't say who that question was from. <laughs> <laughs> One yeah. of these listeners out here. <laughs> Anonymous. I think being intentional, you said it, being intentional. Um, as a younger person, I prayed. I, I loved to pray. I prayed for different reasons, but this is being intentional. And because you're intentional, you get to see God work. Mm-hmm. And I think that is that makes it worth it right there just to get started. Start with five cards, five minutes a day. Um, you, it, it, there's no, you don't have to be on your knees or pray for 30 minutes. You, I mean, you can. Um, and some days you will. Some days you will get wrapped up and you will be surprised that an hour has gone by. Um, but take five minutes. Um, and find a place to go. Don't lay in your bed and do it. You know, <laughs> that is a great time to pray yourself I keep to sleep. Asleep. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with praying yourself to sleep. Um, but when you're being intentional, find a place that you can sit and be intentional. And maybe the same place every day. It's not necessary, but if it helps you focus until it becomes a habit, um, do that. But 
Um, the other thing I would just say is don't wait. Don't wait till you're retired <laughs> or, or, you know, a home. Um, start now, five minutes a day, um, three days a week if you have to just do that. It, it's, it's good. God understands. He knows you're busy. So, but he's waiting for you, and he's waiting to talk with you and to, um, to answer prayers for you and for your families. He's not yeah. missing out. We are. That's right. <laughs> that is right. Well, thank you for coming on the show. Again, I, I think it was definitely God-ordained that this it fell this way. So, no regrets. <laughs> I feel like if we were a TV show series, you would be like an official cast member oh, by yeah, your third for interview. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. Well, hey, that, that's, that's cool. The well, next time we like take uh, <laughs> photos. Does that mean I'm no longer intern? Did I up um, the Did you get promoted? Maybe. Manager. If you do that, <laughs> Manager. Thank you. You got to start editing episodes. Take position sometime, okay? <laughs> it's okay. always a pleasure talking with you, ladies. All right, and we'll link all of your author stuff so people know where to find you and how they can get a hold of that book, especially if they have young new believers in their lives. Sounds good. Cool. Thank you. All right. Bye. We help hardworking Christian women get the growth they want by giving them the tools they need in order to have more joyful lives. We love providing our Christian-based personal growth podcast to our listeners at no cost. If you are enjoying the content, please consider supporting our mission by donating to our Patreon. We're a small team creating the show for our community by researching, recording, and producing the episodes ourselves. Any amount is greatly appreciated. Your support will help offset the cost of making and hosting the show. As a thank you, you can receive exclusive access. For more details on specific membership tiers, visit our Patreon page. Go to patreon.com forward slash witty and gritty. We've included the link in the show notes.